What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Uh, welcome back to the Bridging the Gap podcast. We are back. We're back in England. We're in quarantine. And uh, we did it. We did it. IFBB Pro, Josh Bridgman. Oh my God. What a bloody feeling. I cannot physically describe how good I feel and I think what was the best thing about winning was that it wasn't underwhelming I I, I had a fear of of winning a pro card and then kind of being like okay what next you know oh we're going back to the gym now that's just not the case it's been it's been beautiful transcending uh, humbling it's been it's been truly one of the best like feel it's the best feeling I've ever had in my life at the moment it's just unbelievable to work so hard for so so long and then to finally finally reach that goal is just it's just crazy I cannot believe it um but we're here to give you a rundown we're here to give you a full rundown of the last 10 days we've been away for 10 days those of you guys who don't know who don't follow necessarily the uh the YouTube or the Instagram. I've been competing with my IFBB Pro card. I've been in Portugal um, and I've been in Spain. Um, so my first pro qualifier of the year was Portugal, um, and I was absolutely ready for it. I was money. I was the best I'd ever looked. I was crisp. I was dry. I was full. I was hard, um, and we did very, very, very well um, to peak perfectly. And I think having Cal in Portugal. Cal being my coach was really 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 beneficial because he could just micro tweak things if we needed to he could adjust on an ad hoc, ad hoc basis which was really really good obviously proving a little bit more difficult in Alicante when he had like three or four people to peak on the same day there's the the time difference and and it was a late show and it was a little bit more difficult but Portugal was an amazing experience um, that was the first moment I'd ever stood back and said you can fucking do this now and and that was just a crazy feeling. I think when I stood, I went onto the stage in my uh, in my class. They moved me to the middle, and I just knew that I was going to win that class because they move you to the middle. They tend to move the person who they think is going to win to the middle, so they can compare left and right for second and third. And they didn't move me from the middle at any point. And I thought, damn, this is it. I'm really going to go into the overall, which is kind of what I wanted to do, because you had to win the overall, and only one person was going to get the pro card. Um, I'd obviously been looking at people throughout the week. I'd been looking at who IFBB Portugal on Instagram had been reposting and been trying to find the athletes. And there was one, maybe two guys I was a little bit worried about who I'd thought, damn, they got some really, really good physiques. And sometimes what they do is, is if there's a physique that's a little bit bigger and fuller, especially in Europe, they tend to, they, they tend to, I've seen them give that person the pro card over maybe the smaller, more aesthetic person. Um, so that was one thing that I was maybe slightly afraid of. Oh my god, I'm going to drink my monster. Oh, it tastes better when you're a pro, I tell you that much. <laughs> um, so I went on, I won my class, um, and I kind of had my first sense of confidence. I had my f That was probably the first time that I, after I came off that, 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 um, that class win in Portugal that was the first time that I felt confident on a stage 
it's very very strange it's a very 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 strange feeling feeling confident on a stage because more often than not especially in bodybuilding you can't tell who looks better than you you can't tell who's bigger so you just kind of worry the whole time at least for me like i was looking at guys backstage thinking this guy's fucking massive i'm saying to cal that guy's a big guy cal's like don't worry it's not about that you know obviously cal's thinking similar things in his own head but he knows that to keep me calm it's not a good idea to be talking about how big and how good the other competitors look but once i came off the guy who came second i knew that looked really really good and to be fair the guy who came third almost looked better than the guy who came second i think i had the toughest class out of the whole of the portugal show personally um, which is really, really rare because I was in the tall class, the above 183s. And actually, more often than not, the taller you are, the weaker the class is because there's more gaps to fill in. So it works in my favor at this amateur ranks because I'm in the tall class. You've got more chance of winning the your class, so then you can go into the overall, which you still have to beat the small guys. So, so as soon as they put me in the middle and, and we came off stage, like both the second and third guy came up to me and they said, wow, man, like I didn't expect you to look like that under your top. I don't know if that's a compliment or, or an insult. <laughs> and they said it was thoroughly deserved and I'm going to have a really good shot on the overall and I couldn't quite believe it because this is what I've been working for. And this was the first show. Bearing in mind, on the 6th of June, today is the 9th, I was supposed to do my first pro, uh, my first regional qualifier. I then actually went on to get my pro card that same weekend. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Then we went out into the uh, the overalls. Because I was the tallest class, they lead me out last. So if you can imagine, everyone's coming out in a line. They line you out in the front. So I'm on the far right for the judges. And, and I know that if I'm on the far right for the judges, like I have to be moved really, really quickly into the middle if they want me to win. And uh, the first person they moved wasn't me. And I'm like, oh, shit. And they did a round of they did a round of poses, and I thought that's it. I'm not going to win now because, generally speaking, they put the person they want to win in, the, or not want to win, or they think should win, just in the middle to start off with. Um, which was Paulo Nunes, Paulo Nunes, um, who was actually the guy that the one guy that I was worried about. It was the one guy who who had been posted a little bit more. I know that he's been in the game a little bit longer. He'd been you know working out with like the head coach of IFPP Portugal and we don't want to go into politics about it um, and he was in the middle with another guy and then I saw them look in the middle and then I finally saw them look at me and I went it's game on baby let's go and he went what number was I I can't remember 44 I was 44 and he said uh, cuatro cuatro center please <laughs> that's me 40, 44 and they moved me into the middle and uh, they kept me side by side next to the uh, Paulo Nunes, the guy who won the pro card. And I thought, this is it. This is it. Because like, I knew I beat him from the back. I was really, really, really good from the back. To be fair, like in the non-arrogant way, you got to have confidence. I probably had the best back out of the whole competition and Mr. And the Amateur Olympia, probably. And, and I think that really, really, really helped me. Because a lot of people look amazing from the front and then they turn around and they kind of sink away. Um, and then we did the quarter turns. And then they took us off, and I knew I was going to be top three. Um, I was I was thinking maybe it was going to be third or second, just because uh, I didn't. Uh, they did a round of turns without me being in the middle. That's kind of what led me to believe that I wasn't going to get it. Uh, but you still have that slimmer of hope because I, I feel I still feel like this, and no disrespect to Paolo and the judging or anything like that. But I still feel like I look better than him. I look over. I've I am my harshest critic, you know, and I still have myself above him. 
um, pretty much across the whole board. He's a little bit thicker and fuller than me up top. His abs were a little bit more ripped than mine, a little bit more fuller, because it's just that's, but that's kind of just genetics. But I think my posing was better, my shape, my symmetry, my leanness. I was leaner than him. My shorts were better. Not that that's a thing. Um, and then they announced third, and it wasn't me, so I knew that I was in for the top chance. And I'm holding my breath. I'm looking at my family. I'm thinking this could fucking be it. And then they announced the winner, Paulo Nunes, and it wasn't me. And my heart shattered into a billion pieces. And it was raw pain. And you still got to try and hold a smile. You still got to try and hold your professionalism and your etiquette, your sporting etiquette. So you shake the hands, well done, well done. But it was really, really hard to keep that off my face. I think you can probably see in the, in the, in the YouTube footage. It's up, up on my YouTube channel at the moment from that Portugal show. And... Um, yeah, that was it. I mean, a lot of people said I got robbed. A lot, a lot, a lot of people said I get robbed. But it, it just doesn't matter. It just, it just, that doesn't, it just, I don't care if you say that to me. Because I didn't fucking win it. <laughs> no disrespect to anyone. And that probably sounds quite harsh. But it doesn't matter if you thought I should have won. Because I didn't. Um, I think maybe on another day. Like, for example, the, uh, I actually spoke to the, I'll, I'll go through the story a little bit more in a little bit. But. I spoke to the head judges and actually, uh, or I spoke to the head judge, and like, and they also have um, backup judges for the judges who, um, if they get ill, and every single one of the backup judges had three backup judges. Every single one of them had me first, um, but the five main judges, it just means that three of them chose Paulo and two of them chose me. There was a Portuguese judge, so for me, I'm like, if that Portuguese judge was whatever from. Germany, Netherlands, UK, America, or probably not the UK because I'm from the UK, then maybe it could have been a different story. But my God, am I happy that I didn't get it there. <laughs> I think that it would have been so much better. I think it is so much better than the way that it happened um, because I went up against the better caliber people and, and whatever. We're going to get into it. So that pain killed me. Uh, I needed 30 minutes just to be quiet and not talk to anyone and kind of just establish what the next steps were because I know that I had Alec that there was the Alicante show the week after we finished at like you know 1 2 p.m on the on the Sunday and then I had to book flights I had to book an Airbnb I had to book a, a um a rent a car I had to find I had to find drugs I had to find where I'm gonna get my drugs from in Alicante I had to find all these I had to book my tan all these different things in like a really really short space of time that I had to just decide because I, I had to wait until I either got the protocol or didn't. So I didn't get it. And I knew that the whole thing had to just shift to Alicante. Um, what was hard about that is that I brought Andy out. I brought Cal out. I brought my mum out. Spent shitloads of money bringing them all out. But, you know, family and that. Um, and then they didn't get to see it. And they didn't get to see it. And that was quite hard. Because I do think that I could have won it there. And I probably deserved to win it there. But I also respect the the grind of Paolo. I respect the grind of of having to compete a little bit more. But one thing that told me in winning Alicante is that you don't need to be on the circuit for a long time to win your pro card. You know, I've always been told you need to show your face time and time again. You need to do four or five shows and you'll get it on that fifth show. I've always been told that and I've seen people do that. But I think if you are good enough, you, you will get it and... You know, perhaps in the judge's eyes, I wasn't good enough. Maybe there was something that I wasn't seeing. Maybe there was a little bit more flow in his posing. I did get told by another judge who was there. Who It was one of the guys that put me first, actually. Um, he said that I looked amazing, phenomenal. I think that your physique was better. Um, he just said that he thinks that maybe my posing was a little bit rigid. Um, I actually met him in the airport in Alicante. 
um, sorry, in in Lisbon, uh, and then I saw the other. I saw the head judge, another judge. One that one judge said that he had me first, and uh, maybe my posing was a little bit rigid. The second judge, Emilio, um, who I want to extend it. He's not going to hear this, obviously, but I want to extend a huge thanks to Emilio. Um, I talked to him for about half an hour in the in the airport, and he only had praise for me. He he, he actually didn't tell me one thing to improve on, <laughs> which was kind of annoying at the time. I was a bit like, bruh, give me something here. I didn't win. Why didn't I win then? You, he's like, you're a perfect athlete. Everything was really good. I'm like, well, why didn't I win then? But I didn't want to like disrespect him by saying, why didn't I win then? I kind of wanted to, it's, it's difficult because you kind of want to play the game of like respecting these people because they hold your whole lives in your hand. But you also want to like push them for the answer so you can get better. Um, anyway, I got talking to him and he invited me to his, his private gym in Alicante. That's where he's based. Um, and I went there the next day um, and just spoke to him for a little bit longer. And he said, like, this is going to be a really, really good show for you. I promise you. Like he said, I asked him very, very more specifically about my posing. Was it too rigid? You know, does it suit me? Uh, can I change it? Can I come in fuller? Can I come in leaner? And he just said, I don't want you to change anything. I want you to come in exactly the same. Um, this posing is just your personality and it's really, really good. And I love it. I was like, damn, okay. So that filled me with a huge amount of confidence. That's something that I didn't really say publicly because I didn't want to jinx it. But when the head judge of the previous competition gives you the the nod of like, you're going to do fucking well here, boy. Um, this could be your time. You do feel good. Um, but then he kind of rounded off the conversation with, we were talking about other athletes that were coming. And I said, like, is there anyone else that's, that, that, you know, that you know that could, you know, beat me or challenge me or do whatever. And he, and he mentioned one guy. And I was like, oh shit, here we go. The fact that he's mentioned a guy, the guy must be good. So I found him on Instagram and he just looked crazy full, looked crazy full, crazy dense. And I'm like, oh shit, here we go. And then, uh, oh, man, I'm also taste good. The thing about an amateur Olympia is, versus a normal pro qualifier, is that when you win your class, you go into the overall. And then they give out three pro cards in the overall based off how good they think people are. So there were six classes. If you win your class, you have a, what, a 50% chance to win. I guess it's not a 50% chance to win, but you have three chances out of six to win if you beat three people. And I knew being a taller person, like generally the taller guy, if they fill, if they fill in the gap, the taller guy wins because it's just such a bigger person. Like you blow, you, you make people look a lot, smaller than you especially the guys who are like 170 i'm 15 centimeters like higher than them like it, the size difference is really really stark so i knew that if i could get into the overall i'd be in with a good shot and i could get that third spot and get a pro card um and then like i found out that the guy um well i got told that the guy um who was really really good he was an italian guy i can't remember his name was in my class and I'm just like, for fuck's sake, you know, like the one, the one single guy they picked out of, of, of 65, I think there must've been 70 men to see guys there. The one single guy and he, and then, and then Emilio is like, yeah, I think he's in your class or no, he goes, I don't think he's in your class. He's a bit taller than you. And I'm like, I'm in the tallest class. <laughs> and he's like, all right. <laughs> um, so that kind of like had that amazing feeling of, had that amazing feeling of oh my God, the head judge has said I'm going to do really well. And it kind of got fucking poked in the face when he was like, but the one guy who might beat you is in your, is in your class. Because I don't care if that one guy who might beat me is in the overall, because I, he, two people can beat me in the overall, because I can come third and I can still get that pro card. 
But if that one guy beats me by one point in my class and I don't get to the overall, I've got to go again and I've got to fly to Ukraine the next week or Italy the week after or Cyprus in three weeks and I've got to hold this fucking condition again and that was kind of playing in my head a little bit. Um, and I tried to just kick it out towards the end. I tried to just ignore it and enjoy the day. But then you know like it's Sunday night you know, you're kind of backstage, it's 6pm, you're supposed to be on at 7, 7.30, and if you do not get this pro card, you're, you're, you're next, your flight's at 8am the next day, I've got to go home at 10pm, 10.30pm, and then try and find out how to get to Ukraine, like, it's just, it was going to be hectic, it was going to be horrible, and, I'm, and obviously being back in England, if I flew straight back to England, like I have now, like I've got five days quarantine, I'm in quarantine until Saturday, or Friday, I think for a Friday maybe, it's Wednesday now, so I've got two more days, and like it's perfect because I want I've just got my pro card I can chill out I didn't want to train for the next three or four days anyway but if I didn't and I had to come back like I'm either getting arrested for sneaking out going to a fucking local gym or I'm doing horrible home workouts for five days when I'm trying to get shredded for an IFBB pro card it was never going to be a good time so those things are all like racing through your head when you're trying to bring the best package that you can for just today <laughs> on that Sunday so it was quite a head fuck um, I had I had one of the smallest classes of the day, but I had 11 people in it, which was still more than I had six people in Portugal, so there's a bit more people there. So it was double the amount of people in my class um, in, in Alicante, but in every other class, there was more people than my class. So in class D, there was like 23, in class C, there was like 18, so there was 60, 70 plus athletes there, and you got to be the best one, and I can tell you that when me and Amy walked down into the men's physique area... We kind of looked at each other like, whoa, there's a lot of people here. There is a lot of people here. And you've got to be all of them. You've got to be, you got to be, you know, if there's 65 people, you've got to be 62 of them. So you've got to be in that top, top, top percentage, which is quite scary. Um, and then you kind of look around for the tall guys, look around for the guy, and I'm thinking, fuck me, he looks quite good. I said it to Amy. Amy's like, nah, 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 it's all good. Don't worry. And then I had this just feeling of like, it doesn't fucking matter. Like, look what happened in Portugal. I did the same thing in Portugal. I was looking at this guy, that guy, this guy. They came last and I smoked them. I don't say, again, appreciate the the flippancy of me saying smoked them. I beat them. You know, I didn't smoke them. I don't have a score, scorecard, but I beat them. And those same guys who I was scared of came dead last, you know, or they didn't look as good because Instagram plays tricks on you or being backstage and when you're not stood next to someone doing those poses, it plays tricks on you. So I had this crazy feeling of just, say la vie, baby. This is life. It is what it is. It's go time. Get into your headspace. And I went to war in my own head. I always do. Amy saw it. Like, as soon as I put my shorts on, that's it. I'm, 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 I'm in another planet. I'm in another world. I'm dancing on this fucking stage on another planet. There is not one single person in this whole building. It's dead silent. It's quiet. It's me on that stage and that's it. The only thing I can hear is the judge saying, turn and face the back, turn and face the front. That is all I can hear. Maybe there's some faded, faded bass in the background from the music, but I don't hear shit. It's me, that head judge and that judging panel. That is all I can hear and that is all I can see. And I'm not really thinking about anything else. And it's just a beautiful, beautiful, transcending place to be in. Um... And I had no fear, had no anxieties, I had not necessarily overconfident, I wasn't there to say I'm definitely going to win this, I just had, I felt like I had no pressure for the first time in 
in years because this has been such a big journey and I felt like I had no pressure and I still had the pressure I still hadn't won they hadn't announced the first second third and I just it felt good it felt really really great it felt crazy I felt like I wasn't in this planet um so we walk out um five uh cinco che ocho I don't know what 580 is something moving to the middle and and I knew it was on they moved me into the middle. And you can get more information when they're moving people around because they're either going to move... Like, you go into the middle, you're first. To the right of you, second. To the left of you, is third. You know, if they move the guy in the middle to the right, they move the guy in the middle to the left, you know they're just trying to compare number one, two, and three, and then, and then it's really, really close. They put me in the middle and they moved the other guys around, and that was it, because they knew that I was number one, uh, which was just crazy. And there was they called out the first five, top five call-outs. I'm like, sweet, I'm in top five. I've got to get that top one. Um, they then called out three of us and said, right, you guys can leave the stage. Um, Amy was shook. She was like, fuck, why are they telling him to leave the stage? Has he done, done something wrong? I knew I knew that they were just saying, you guys are top three. You're done. You can go backstage. And then two other people that were on stage with us had to stay because they maybe weren't as strong. And they were getting, um, and they were getting um, compared again for four and fifth. So you walk off. And they announced top five. Obviously, I knew I was in top five, so I walked straight back around. Um, and then they do the awards. And they didn't do any more comparisons. Um, I kind of had a sneaky feeling I was going to win. Like, when you're in the middle, you kind of feel like you're going to win. But there's always that thought of, like, fuck. Because the two guys were good, man. They were really, really, really good. Like, I, I cannot believe I won this competition, honestly. Because the qu the quality of person was really really fucking high and amateur olympia is the single highest amateur olympia competition uh, amateur competition that you can do alongside the arnold classic which they don't have one until october they got one this year so for me to win that was just was just crazy and we won that 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 class and it felt unbelievable and that relief was just oh, we're in the overall right then let's fucking go and then you start seeing the winners, and you're like, oh, shit, that guy's big. And then you go, oh, shit, that guy's good. And then guess who won his class, who was the, the, the class below me? The guy who I got told was supposed to be in my class. He wasn't in my class. He was in the class below, and he won his class, and he was kind of expecting to win that pro card um, or touted to win that pro card, uh, which was a little bit intimidating. Because I'm like, fuck, he is actually there now. Um, but again, like, it's cool. Okay, I, if he wins, I've got second and third I can get. Um, and now, because I'm the tallest class, they walk us all out together. And because that guy was the class below, I'm next to him. So I'm like, fuck, they're going to see the size difference now. Um, so they walked us all out. I'm the last person on stage. And, and very much like the class, you know that if you're not getting moved first, you're probably not getting moved. Um... And I see, I see the head judge look across the line. He looks straight in the middle, and my eyes just went, "Ah, oh, fuck! He's gonna move someone in the middle." And he called the middle guy's number, and he said, "Cincuente ocho, whatever it is, five eighty, straight in the middle." And then you know that you're fighting for a fucking pro card. And they move me in the middle. That means they're comparing me for number one or two. So that means, uh, you know, in my head, I'm like. I must have a pro card here. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! I, I, I'm I'm have a pro card here. Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm have a pro card. Oh my god! I'm literally doing that in my head. And they put me in the middle, 
Uh, and then they moved the two guys to the side of me. They, they, they swapped them. And I knew. I said, fuck. Oh, they didn't move me again. And I'm in the middle. That means they're comparing me. The cool thing about this was is when you're doing your back poses and you're facing the back, there was a huge screen there. Uh, anyone who watched the stream, you would have seen. There's a huge stream uh, up on the screen. And you could see your own back. And I could just see that my back was smoking everyone in the overall. I'm thinking, oh, my fucking God. I hope my friend's this good. And um, did a few rounds. They didn't move me at any point. And they said, thank you, gentlemen. You can go back to the back. And uh, they announced third, second, first in that order. And then as soon as they announced third, I thought that guy was going to win. I thought that guy was my biggest competition. Uh, and they announced him third. And I went, fuck. 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 Fuck, I might win. Oh, my fuck. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I might win. And then they said... And in second place, and your new IFBB pro, and they announced the number first. I'm 580. The guy's 71 something. All I need to hear is a seven. All I need to hear is a seven. I'm saying out loud, say seven, say seven, say seven, say seven. And he goes, seven, one. And I'm going, oh my God, oh my God. But you can't do that. You can't You can't get up and dance and, and, and sing and shout. They haven't announced you as the winner. What if you don't win? What if it's not you? What if they just made a mistake? And I'm going, oh my god, oh my teeth. I've got the mask on, so it's perfect. And I'm going, oh my fucking god. Oh my fucking god, I'm going to win. Oh my fucking god, I'm going to win. And, uh, but there's still that little thing in your head, maybe you won't. And your overall winner, and your new IFBB Pro, the winner, number 580, Josh Bridgman. Oh my god. I have tingles right now. I have tingles right now. I have worked for that moment unknowingly for 10 years. Knowingly for at least four or five years. I've been trying to get a pro card for at least four or five years. Granted, three or four of those were naturally. Three or four, three or four of those were probably uh, not realistic because I was never going to be big enough natural. I was never, ever going to be big. I don't have the genetic capability to get that big naturally. Not in the time frame that I needed to do it. But I was still going for it back then. 2017, 2016. In 2015, I did an amateur Olympia. I did a, I did a amateur Olympia in uh, in Liverpool. And I was still going for a pro card then, you know. Um, and here we are in 2020. 2021. Six years later winning that damn pro card and what a feeling what a fucking feeling and i want to just say thank you to anyone who supported this journey i want to say thank you to to anyone who has dropped a like a comment a nice you know a nice message it's just it's truly humbling and I'm truly privileged to be in this position. I will never, ever, ever take this for granted. You will never see me lose my head. You will never see me not be grounded. Because, number one, I've got some amazing people around me that will shoot me the fuck down if I go <laughs> go up into the clouds. Anyone who knows my mumsy, my mumsy is ruthless. And she would never let me, um, she would never let me lose my humility and my whatever you want to call it, um, along with my girlfriend and along with Cal. And this journey has truly changed my life. This experience of bodybuilding has, has given me so much and I can't even put it into words really what a feeling that was, what a feeling it is 
to call myself an IFBB pro and the next step is to qualify for the Olympia. I am now eligible to qualify for Mr. Olympia, if I'm good enough. Wow, what a feeling. I, oh. Crazy, crazy, crazy. I'm a bit emotional right now. Um, but that's it, that's the story. That is the IFBB Pro story. Um, I'm going to do a full video uh, with Andy where we'll take some amazing footage from 2015, 16, 17. This is why I fucking did this YouTube channel, man. I got six, seven years of footage of me competing. I got I got more footage of me competing naturally than not natural. That's how long I've been doing this. And I cannot wait to bring you something special. I cannot wait for you to see the show day video because it's going to be... It's going to be just a moment to remember for me forever, and I'm so glad I got it down in video, and it's going to go down in history. It's one of the best days of my life, and um, I'm hungry for more, and I'm motivated for more, I'm inspired for more, and I'm ready to help educate, inspire, motivate, help as many people as I fucking can along the way. And IFBB Pro is going to give me more weight behind that. It's going to give me more exposure. It's going to allow me to do what I love at a professional level on a worldwide scale. And I am over the moon with this. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back very soon with another episode of Bridging the Gap podcast. Peace and love, everybody. Signing off for the first time as IFBB Pro. IFBB Pro. Josh Bridgman. Love you guys. Bye-bye.